Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by listennotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast today. We're so blessed that you're joining us. We have a guest today who's been on the program several times, a great friend of the ministry, Dr. Richard Ruley. And folks, if someone understands biblical prophecy, it's him. And, and it's just so amazing when we can hear him come on and give his insights. And, you know, sometimes if he misses it, he comes right back on and tells us how he missed it and, and just repoints us in the, you know, gets us reoriented, I guess you could say, in the right direction. And I, I appreciate that because I talk to some people. They miss it, and you never hear from them again, right? But Dr. Ruley is not like that. It, it, he is a stand-up guy, and I appreciate his friendship and his partnership with the ministry, and his insights is just a blessing to our listeners. So, you know, we've been talking before. We've talked about the seven seals and things that need to happen at the time of Passover and all that. We talked about Haggai chapter 2 and Daniel 9. As the days of Noah and the depictions of the 10th day and, and the fifth month on the Jewish calendar would equate to about August or so of 2023. And Noah was instructed to get into the ark one week earlier. All these things that were pointing, you know, uh, at some point in the spring, summer of this past year. You know, but anyway, let's jump back into this, especially with the situation in Israel right now at the time of this recording. And I want to get his perspective on these things. So help me welcome back to the program, Dr. Richard Ruley. Dr. Ruley, it's great to have you back on the program again today, brother. Good to be with you, brother. Thank you so much. God bless Amen. you and the opportunities to talk about the kingdom and how we get there. <laughs> Amen. So let's just jump into this, you know, Israel under attack, uh, you know, all these things. And it seems like even though they were the ones who were attacked, all the world's coming against them for defending themselves and going after the terrorists who did this. You know, I mean, well, I look at that and I'm like, yep, that's biblical prophecy right there. But uh, I, let me turn this over to you because I want you to, to get us caught up on, on everything that you've seen and, and some of the things you want to share today. Thank you so much. I love your heart for truth and uh, the scripture. And really, that's where it all is coming from. And I'll try to give text so that people can write it down, uh, the text. They can look at it later uh, to, to see that I'm not just making this up. Um, but a Messianic rabbi shared with me his perspective that Israel today is not Israel. Okay, uh, He said that 90% uh, of the Jews in Israel today have no interest in their spiritual heritage. They're just there for free land that the UN gave them. And uh, um, that's uh, he, he commented also on the gay parades in Tel Aviv, you know, et cetera. 8% uh, of the Jews that are there are Orthodox Jews that would spit on Christ or, or any Christian. And so uh, not good. And I'm seeing that uh, that God is coming to a time of judgment where uh, it's not just looking over books in heaven to make his decision. Judgments are going to fall. Okay, on on the world, 
and and I, and I have the process uh, because Amos three seven and eight says God isn't going to do anything without revealing it, and verse eight is is about something that uh, I've asked many teachers and preachers, and I've only found one that knew. He said something about a lion's roar. Yes, the lion of Judah is going to roar. Uh, that's uh, Christ is the lion of Judah in in Revelation five five. Well, how is he going to do that? Why? We, we have to understand, uh, in order to understand why he might do that, we're going to look at what Christ said to understand in the book of Daniel. Uh, it, he was referring to Daniel's eighth chapter when he, made a, uh, to, uh, when he said in Matthew 24, verse 15, this is a response to his uh, disciples' question in, in verse 3, when Christ said, not one stone on another, they said, one is the sign of that, the end of the world, you know, and he gives many signs that are could fit any generation, yeah, you know, because yeah. he wanted everybody to be interested be and pay ready. attention. Yeah. But uh, the most specific sign really is uh, the abomination, which he was referring to, uh, which would cause the people in Judea to flee. And uh, if you're on the housetop, don't even go down to get your uh, your things out of your house. Well, the early believers understood that was uh, the Roman army type of thing. And so they, uh, they, they, uh, uh, Christians fled with that and were spared the horrible siege when Titus came in 70 AD. Mothers ate their own babies. You know, it was it was really terrific. Uh, but uh, my point is that uh, we have seen, and, and I believe that the things at the end of the world are going to be just as bad. They, they will not end with uh, a lesser bang than, than way back uh, uh, mm. in, in Egypt. Uh, because Egypt, you know, they, Egypt enslaved Israel and threw their babies in the river. But we've enslaved most people in substances like alcohol, tobacco, drugs, and I'm saying as a physician, medical care is a form of bondage. If yeah. you have to go to the doctor every month and get a blood test or, uh, you know, and pay for a, a, a prescription, and that prescription might make you sick because they're high risk of adverse drug reactions, it's, it's bondage. And uh, yeah. we can live without that. And uh, in fact, I want to give my email. So if people want to email me, I can tell them how they can get uh, a video, uh, uh, actually, with uh, w and and won't need the prescriptions for diabetes, blood pressure, cholesterol, and, and heart problems, and so on. So um, my email is my name r u h l i n g seven at yahoo.com. Okay, Yahoo, a and uh, I will send you uh, information that I, I think is will be good for you. And I'm, I'm not charging at this point. <laughs> Glad to help. Uh, Christ healed people, and he didn't make a charge necessarily, okay? <laughs> I don't think he did. I think he Amen. just went about healing people, doing good. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that that's what I'm seeing is that uh, we're going to repeat history of the Exodus. Um, mm. And they called it, uh, when, when God got ready to do that in Exodus 12, 42, he said, this is night of the Lord. And as day follows night, day of the Lord is 25 times in the Bible. Night of the Lord is only one time in the Bible, Exodus 12, when God did pour judgment out on Egypt. But it, judgment is coming to this world and maybe 25 times bigger for the whole world, basically, I think. Amen, amen. So with the day follows night, go into that a little bit more. Well, um, in the first chapter of the Bible, it, it tells you in the evening and the morning were the first day, the evening and the morning were the second day, the evening, all the way through six days, each uh, evening and morning made a day. The day begins not at midnight, in, right. you know, in darkness, but as the day sets, 
at that is the biblical time for the uh, a day to begin but we're at, uh we we have had the night of the lord and we're we're coming to a time when god calls it the day of the lord it will be similar to when he put judgment on egypt and uh, i'm i'm seeing the timing as uh, very much you know in fact christ in in mark 115 come after he was uh, baptized and anointed of the holy spirit drove into the wilderness came back and announced the kingdom of god is at hand uh, i'm oh wait me back up uh, he said, the time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. And maybe right now at this time, I want to give you the first phrase of that. The time is fulfilled. Okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, multiple re things. Uh, I could say uh, we, we've already said. Uh, well, let me let me I'll just give it to you quick because we got I, I don't know how long we got. But anyway, <laughs> the idea is specifically. Um, God gave a time prophecy in Daniel 9 that is the best known in the whole Bible. Yep. Seventy weeks uh, of years, really, were determined uh, upon the Jewish nation. Uh, it, it was like a time of probation because they'd been in apostasy a lot. And, and he said, if you, uh, if, uh, uh, but I, I, the, the Messiah is coming in the 69th week of years. And Christ, uh, it started with a decree to rebuild Jerusalem in 457 B.C., before Christ. And it came to when he was baptized. On, and right on time, uh, 69 weeks later, John the Baptist baptized him. And the dove descended as the Holy Spirit upon him and uh, giving him wisdom to answer those cunning Jews that wanted to trick him and, and kill him, basically, get, get him out. Because they, mm -hmm. they, they saw him as a troublemaker because he, he, he said enough for them to think he might be the Messiah, but that idea bothered him because he wasn't wanting to destroy the Romans. His idea was, blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are the meek, blessed are the merciful. The kingdom of God is within you. And we got to have that kingdom, his spirit in us. If he is not dominating kingdom, dominion, in our hearts, we're not going to have an external kingdom anyway. But they, they were wanting the external kingdom without the internal kingdom. You know, it, that's yeah. not going to work. So anyway, um, uh, that time prophecy spanned 490 years, 70 weeks. So a week is seven days. 70 times seven is 490 years. And we think of Jubilee as 50 years, but each each time you come to to 50 it's number one of the next sequence so it was really 49 years apart because the the 50th year was the year number one of the next week of right. years if you follow right right so right. uh that's why Christ, why it began with a, a jubilee event in 457 they got freedom to go back and get their land and christ came to proclaim the acceptable year at the end of that 77s so but my point is jubilee is 50 what uh the, the 490 years span 10 jubilees. See, 49 times 10. And they, and they were only 49 years apart. But what if you go to 50 jubilees instead of uh, 40, 40 uh, instead of 10? You come out to, to 1994 as a sabbatical year to proclaim jubilee in 95 when Pope John Paul went to the UN on the Day of Atonement, which was the day to proclaim jubilee. And in my opinion, here's Christ in heaven before the Father seeking an earthly, a heavenly kingdom. And I believe his adversary is uh, seeking an earthly kingdom through governments and um, make them do it this way and with laws and so on. 
But God didn't do it that way. He, he said, uh, the t here are the Ten Commandments, because I, I freed you from bondage. You will not have any other gods. You won't do this. You won't do that, because I love you, and you love me, and uh, and it's, it's there's not a negative in the law of God. We think, <laughs> that's my favorite author that says that. Uh, we aren't told we we got to do this, and you're going to beat you or put you in prison or this. It's, it's self-governance. And that's why the U.S. Constitution has been great, because it is, it's made for uh, a moral people who won't need a police force every time they're snooping around and finding out what they're going to do. They're largely Christian people who are doing the best they know and uh, going by biblical laws, basically. Okay. All right. So how does that tie into what we're seeing right now in Israel? Good question. Uh it, uh, I have to go back to the the text that Christ said. Uh, when you uh, please understand the book of Daniel, and in that Daniel eighth chapter, there is a political cartoon of a ram and goat scenario, where a conflict between a ram and goat is at the time of the end. That's uh, Daniel eight seventeen. The vision is at the time of the end. The word for vision is kazon. It's the conflict of uh, between ram and goat, and and. Uh, we, it says in verse 20 of Daniel 8 that the horns on the ram are the kings of Media and Persia. Well, Persia is Iran and Media was Iraq. We've done Iraq, but the bigger horn, which means going to be more trouble, uh, comes up last, and that's Iran. And mm -hmm. we don't want war with Iran. Uh, we didn't find weapons of mass destruction uh, against Iraq, and we left men and equipment over there. Bad situation. We don't want war. So what makes us go to war? It's what's happening right now as it escalates because Zechariah 14, 1 and 2 says the day of the Lord, which is that end time period of, you know, extension of night of the Lord in Egypt. The day of the Lord comes and nations are gathered against Jerusalem to battle. The houses will be rifled. The women ravished. Half the city goes into captivity. That's the King James Bible. And the point is that it's going to be bad. You know, if they do that and, you know, we have a... a our embassy there and so on. Uh, and I can just think, uh, you know, here's here's a little uh, a rabbit trail to go down, but it's very interesting. Um, the, uh, the Muslims think that they are God's elect because they are descendants of Ishmael who was spared by a ram sacrifice by Abraham. They found a ram. And they take the ram, a ram sacrifice, once a year as their second highest holy day, uh, as uh, to honor uh, Allah, okay. Well, the point is that in God's <laughs> uh, Daniel eight verse twenty, the ram there has horns of Median Persia that get broken, and we've broken one horn already. Iraq yeah. is so. Uh, the Bible is really told thousands of years ahead of time. What is really happening is that they are going to be sacrificed, not. Israel sacrifice. They may drive Israel out because of the uh, fact that the, the Jews there don't have any interest in their spiritual heritage, but the door will then be open to those who really have faith, who believe in God, and who believe in his Messiah. I believe Judah represents, in, in end-time prophecy, Jews who accept Messiah, and Israel represents Christians who accept the biblical uh, laws of Moses, as it says in Malachi 4, verses 4, remember the law of Moses with the statutes and judgments, behold, I send you Elijah. And I believe we can be Elijah's. We can help Elijah to restore all things in, in 
um, Matthew 17, verse 11, before Christ comes, he said, Eli Elias, that's because in the New Testament, they don't use J's. The Greek didn't have the letter J, except <laughs> except for Jesus, I right. guess. But anyway, uh, they, they, they eliminated the J in Elijah, and they just say Elias instead of Elijah. But yeah. uh, it, I'm seeing that we can know what those all things are, and, and we can be helping Elijah to do his work and be ready for what's coming. Amen. Amen. So what do you see is coming next? Well, uh, I see a continuing continuing of the escalation. I saw just uh, within the past week uh, that there have been 61 attacks on U.S. facilities in uh, Iraq and in uh, Syria. So uh, and, and with uh, the big, all the talks going on and everything is how, how, how can the Muslims take Jerusalem and how can we uh, stay out of it? <laughs> you know, basically, I, I think uh, uh, you know Biden was with Obama, who said we're never going to fight uh, uh, Islam. Well, uh, surprise, he wasn't looking at the Bible when he said that, because it's going to come. But uh, I'm seeing also that when they take Jerusalem. Human nature, uh, with their mosque there and the fact that the Quran says Allah has no son, they will celebrate that, I believe. And to me, you know, there's such a thing as poetic justice. And I think it's when they're celebrating that Allah has no son that Joel 3.16 activates. The Lord will roar from Jerusalem, the heavens and earth will shake, and they will flee in verse 5 of Zechariah 14. They yeah. will get out of there. They will know that's not theirs. Oops, you know. And by the way, right, even right now, the, one of the fastest growing churches in the world is Iran. They are willing to die for their faith. And they, uh, the Christians I'm talking about, and uh, they, they are yeah. the fastest growing church. And, and I, yeah. I believe it's going to be an opportunity. Even this past week, I talked with uh, the guy who is the Billy Graham of, of Iran. Mm. His name is uh, um, Hormos Shariat. He's in ta Dallas and has a 24-7 broadcast into, into uh, Iran. And uh, while they're not, the people over there are not supposed to have dishes, uh, you know, to get to the Internet, and yet you see the apartment houses and they all have uh, <laughs> those dishes hanging out the window. And some of them are watching his program. You know? So hallelujah for God yeah. is, God is, you know, Amen. using many ways to get yeah. his message across. Amen. Amen. So as we look back with you know with the the anticipation uh of something happening something did happen but you were just you said before we started the recording that you're off by about half a year explain how that happened well i saw the sign thank you for asking by the way uh i i saw the the things as as pointing to 2023 uh for example in in 2015 um Joel 2.31 says the sun will be dark and moon turned to blood before the day of the Lord. And there was a rare solar eclipse on the equinox in 2015, followed by a, a blood moon on Passover two weeks later. Now, that was a fulfillment. I thought, wow. you know. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the First um, Thessalonians 5, verse 2 and 3, the day of the Lord comes as a thief in the night when they're saying peace and safety, sudden destruction comes. That was the Iran nuclear deal also in 2015. Uh, peace and safety because the Iranians haven't honored that uh, they, they're trying to build their nukes or you know etc um, so they're liars and uh, destruction is going to come 
But um, it says the day of the Lord comes as a thief in the night. God came as a thief to Egypt, you know, originally. Yeah. He, he was, uh, it was night. Nobody saw God. And uh, and he he took their slaves. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I just say, you know, and but Christ will be coming also. He says, if you do not watch, I'll come on you as a thief. That's yeah. in uh, Revelation 3, 3, I think it is. Um, so that and th this was Passover time for Egypt. And I believe that Passover is the only night in the year that we are commanded to watch. And I yeah. thought that Passover last spring would be it, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, with one important modification, and that is that, that um, the uh, between Matthew twenty four thirty, when Christ comes with power and glory, and Matthew twenty five thirty one, when he comes in power and glory, there are seven little parables. They're short, just a few verses. Uh, the first one starts out. Uh, uh, Learn a parable of fig tree when you uh, its branch is tender, puts forth leaves, you know, summer is nigh. Well, summer is not nigh in April when Passover usually is. It's nigh in May. And the next parable is about May when he said, uh, no man knows the day or hour, but as the days of Noah. And if you look in the Bible, Genesis 7th chapter, verse 4, God says, yet seven days I'm going to bring a flood. And verse 11 says, in the second month, the 17th day, the fountains of the deep opened and the windows of heaven opened and uh, it, it, that flood began, you know, and people were pounding on the ark then they were, you know, but the point is that 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 is a provision in the Bible, I call it a 9-11 provision, interesting, because God knew what would get our attention, I think, and it's in Numbers 9, verse 10 and 11, that um, uh, it, it allows for Passover a month later for contact with a dead body like Noah because he buried his grandfather, Methuselah, whose name meant when he dies, it will come. And Methuselah died the year of the flood. Noah buried him, but contact with a dead body. God honors that period of time so that the flood comes in the second month. Uh, the time of mourning is over, etc. And the other reason is at the end of the 10 virgin parable, you know, when, when, uh, Christ says, uh, and it's bad translation, that you don't know the day or hour as if nobody will ever know. When, when right, that's right. not the case, uh, if God won't do anything without revealing it, he wants it revealed, including the next verse, which is the lion's roar. He wants it revealed. The, the, the lion's roar is the earthquake. The Lord will roar from heaven. The heavens and earth will shake, etc. Or and he, you know, he roars from Jerusalem, it says. And that's when the Muslims take the city, I think. So, you know, it, this will all fit together as we uh, see it unfold. But I thought it would be last spring and didn't happen. But the biblical year doesn't go from January to December like the papal uh, Gregorian calendar does uh, in midwinter. The year doesn't begin. It begins in spring. And uh, I think that's much more logical. But the 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 uh, calendar we have has um, uh, no relationship between new moons and new months. The new moon and new month can be any day. So uh, if you think of the year starting in in April and extending till next April, you know, I, I believe we will see the Muslims doing their thing exactly right uh, at that time, uh, according to Bible. OK, not <laughs> God's going to allow them the privilege of, of driving the unbelieving Jews out and later. I think the believing Jews and a Messiah and the Christians who accept biblical laws will can can be part of the kingdom. Uh, together but i gotta uh, I, I started and you asked me something about uh, uh calendar um 
I'll, 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 I've been talking a lot. I'll let you comment if you like. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. You know. um, well, the point is that the, the Gregorian calendar has no correlation between new moon and new month. Right. And, uh, but uh, this, if you were to Google dark day, there was a unexplainably dark day in May 19, 1780, that New Englanders took as a sign of Christ's coming because uh, at midday, cows came in from the field, chickens went to roost. You had to have a lamp or lantern to read a newspaper in the mid, uh, middle of the day. Okay, uh, Amazingly so. And uh, they took it as a sign of Joel 2.31 that the sun would be darkened before the day of the Lord. Well, Christ didn't come, as we all know. But it was repeated, that sign, 200 years later, when Mount St. Helens erupted and put ash into the sky, and wind carried that ash over three northwestern states, just like the original sign was in the northeast, in New England. And my point is that that, uh, uh, that event was also on May 19. 1980, mm. just like the original May 19, 1780. So I think God was even taking the Catholic Gregorian calendar and using it also, okay, <laughs> to intersect with his calendar, which was be counting for Passover. Uh, in, in Exodus 12, 2, he says the, the, the thin crescent, the Kodesh, is the beginning of the month, the first month of the year. And the next verse, 3, says on the 10th day, you set apart a lamb for a sacrifice. So that there is a sacrifice for Passover, and it's indicated on the 10th day. Well, when when people didn't go into the ark, that was the 10th day that Noah entered the ark, really, uh, if, you, if you think about it. Uh, because Christ, uh, in Genesis 7, verse 4, he said, Yet seven days, and I will bring a flood. And verse 11 says, The 17th day, the fountains broke open, okay, of the deep. So to subtract 7 from 17 is the 10th day. People didn't go in. They were choosing themselves. God's not arbitrary. He lets everybody make up their own mind. But, uh, you know, he, uh, he's, he's not trying to whip us. But if they had believed Noah, and they should have seen all the, the uh, evil in the world, and they should have seen the animals come in voluntarily. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the exactly. angels were probably leading. They, they should have gotten a, some kind of clue. If I'd have been there, I'd, I'd have felt pretty nervous if I didn't get in, maybe. Anyway, the, uh, that's, but the point is that the 10th the, uh, day, the day that Noah entered the ark, corresponds next year, next spring, to the 10th day, uh, mm. uh, May 19. May 19 is the 10th day of the month. From counting from the new moon, it was not that way this year. It was not any time in the last ten years. It will not be in the next twenty years, except for next year in the spring. And Christ twice, as I said, as the day that Noah entered the ark. Uh, you don't know, but uh, you know, as the days of Noah. So I believe yeah. something big. Well, you know, it might be a dark day, literally. Might be an EMP attack that takes down our grid. Um, I don't think it's the earthquake yet. Because the tenth day is not the day of Passover yet. It's it, it, the the at on the fourteenth day at even is when the sac, the lamb was sacrificed, and and May fifteen. I mean, I'm sorry, the fifteenth day of the month is is when Passover begins. Okay, I mean, is the Friday? Uh, it, as we think of it, um, Passover was like a Sabbath, an annual Sabbath. Right. 
-hmm. and Friday uh, night was that's kind of like uh, except that Christ had this his last supper with his disciples the night before because he was going to be on the cross he couldn't he couldn't uh, celebrate what's going to happen and be there on the cross at the same time so the, he did it uh, I think a day early with his disciples to try to to give them uh, some support he said let not yeah. your heart be troubled you believe in God I'm going to prepare a place for you you know and it's, uh, but uh, anyway that's that's a perspective that I have that I think is is coming next spring so that there will be uh, first a, a uh, an attack on Jerusalem and God's going to roar uh, Christ will roar from and and the the Muslims will flee and there will be a uh, a dark day somehow, uh, uh, maybe uh, uh, an EMP attack. I don't know. But on Passover, which would be um, a few days after the 19th, actually it would be the 24th of May is when Passover starts. And I think okay. we should watch and pray that night and be that, that God will, like the Jews in, in Egypt, they prayed that God would pass over them. That's that it wouldn't fall. Judgment would not fall on them. Let, let it pass over. Well, that's why they call it Passover, I guess. And so, uh, I, I'm I'm believing that uh, in, in Luke 12 he gives a blessing. He says, "Blessed is that servant whom his Lord finds watching when he comes." And that's it's not when he comes in the sky. Uh, everybody will be watching then, you know. But it's it's will we watch at his appointed time? Uh, Leviticus 23 uh, enforces the Passover by a statute forever. Now we don't have to kill lambs or eat bitter herbs. But um, and Christ put the blood on the doorpost already. The cross is the doorpost, so to speak. But watching is also part of that. And 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 Christ asked his disciples, "Watch with me." Couldn't you watch one hour? And I've I I have to say I'm no better than the disciples. I fall asleep too if I try to pray very long. Yeah. But I I found out how to do it, and it's based kind of on uh, when I was in college. The guy that drove the bus for. Uh, uh, like choir or whatever, he could drive all the way to Florida without sleeping by eating one peanut at a time. Mm -hmm. Eating is stimulating, you know, yeah. and uh, we can eat the lamb, Passover lamb, spiritually by reading a chapter and praying, uh, reading the closing scenes of Christ's life, what he endured for us and praying mm -hmm. and thinking, you know, he did everything for us. Amen. Can't we, yeah, yeah. et cetera. So I'm seeing that that's how to keep the Passover, basically. And I bet, except that I believe it will be the Passover in May as the days of Noah. Or I did, I forgot to tell you that the other provision, the 9 11 provision, second one, is if you are uh, taking a long journey and you can't get back in time to Jerusalem for Passover, you keep it the second month. You're not excused because Passover meant judgment and everybody has to face judgment. So just observe it in the second spring month. That's what it says in Numbers 9, verse 10 and 11. And, uh, and when Christ finished his 10 virgin parable, five missed the wedding. He says, watch, you don't understand. And he was really talking to disciples who didn't understand. And they were probably thinking of regular Passover. But he said, it's, it's like a man traveling to a far country. And, and the, the, the master gave some five talents, some three, some one. We think, oh, he's just telling another story. But the focal point of it all is timing. Yeah. Because it started out talking about you don't know the, uh, from the day or hour, but like the days of Noah. And each one of those, the next parable is then shall two be in the field. Then is the same time as the days of Noah, second Passover. And uh, uh, the good men, if he'd have known, would have watched, not suffered his house to be broken by the thief. Well, 
the King James Bible I'm partial to. Uh, it's not perfect. It has its problems too, but it's it's more accurate often. And there is one only one reference to Goodman in the Old Testament in the King James, which helps us. And it says um, in Proverbs 7, verse 19 and 20, a harlot is telling this simple guy, oh, the Goodman has gone on a long journey. He's taken a bag of money and he won't be back until the full moon. Yom Casey is full moon. So come, let us take our uh, fill of love together. Well, she was a harlot, and uh, uh, but the point is that that uh, the master was coming back at the at the full moon on a long journey, and long journey is a provision for second Passover. So that good man that didn't know when to watch, it was second Passover that uh, basically, and um, uh, I could share more on that, but uh, I I won't do it right now. Basically, it's kind of uh, a lot of uh, uh, a kaleidoscope of different little things but i i see uh christ is trying to clue us you know if if the the real question is when he when he is ready to come will there be anybody looking for me you know willie i want to be there looking for him and i he said blessed is that servant whom his lord finds watching when he comes he will gird himself make him sit down to eat and serve him well that's what he did at passover with his disciples mm-hmm. Yep. And wouldn't it be nice? I, I don't know whether we will have our own personal guardian angel talking to us and telling us or what, you know, but uh, I, I believe that we, we could have some supernatural thing happen to us if we really are watching. Just like angels, when at the first advent, they, 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 they went to the shepherds because the shepherds were watching sheep and we should be watching for sheep too. We should have a pastoral role um, like in, in um, Matthew 22, the king makes a marriage for his son and he sends his servants to bid people to the wedding. And we can be people to uh, uh, the wedding. We haven't really talked about that. And I, I have a lot more on this because really uh, kingdom is one thing, but marriage is even better <laughs> if you're marrying the right one. You know? yeah, amen. We want to be the bride of Christ. We can do that, I think. And so uh, I want to encourage your listeners, uh, send me an email. And I'll send you some information uh, and that link that I said before. I don't know where Amen. we are in time now, but I, I yeah. probably uh, yeah, we're getting running ready to wrap out. Up. Yeah. Okay. The, I love your heart for truth. Go ahead and ask any yeah. questions you think that yeah. might. Be- I, I was just going to refer to a lot of people. Uh, you know, you talk about the wedding and, and, and all that. seems like a lot of people are being like uh, Hosea right now they've married a harlot (laughs) yeah right and uh, and the question comes uh will you be married to another when the right one comes along right right (laughs) (laughs) but he was told to do that so yes yes that's a big difference and in that chapter it also says my people are not same chapter maybe but in that book of hosea my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge yeah, we exactly. gotta know more. Christ said, uh, "We will live by every word of God." That, well, there's a few we're missing right now. Yeah, Amen. Right. Again, you know, we we could talk about how this refers to uh, what we're seeing in the education system right now. Uh, there's oh, a lot yeah. of illiterate people in the natural, and there's yes. a lot of illiterate people in the kingdom as well. Yes. Hey, I just saw something from uh, um, Mark Twain who said. Uh, if you don't read the newspaper, you're uninformed. But if you read the newspaper, you may be misinformed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that's what's yeah. happening. They're watching this cable news stuff all the time. Yes, yes. 
anyway, Doctor, really, this is I, I I could literally talk to you for hours, uh, and and we have over the past couple of years. We've we've talked the talk the talk, and I just enjoy every time you come on because you you always give us some great insight. I mean, you you study this, you know. And it, it just, it shows your wisdom and understanding on this just shows, you know, and, and I, well, here's really... that too. You're blessed. And I, I, I'm thankful that God is using you and I pray that your listeners will support you, uh, as the mox is, uh, as the ox eats grain, as it treads out grain, uh, your people should mm -hmm. be giving you help to that. And I, I'm, I'm to the point where I need to ask some of that too, or whatever, Amen. but, uh, because yeah. I believe we're coming to the time when every, just like God wanted the whole world, that in the days of Noah, everybody knew that Noah was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. Yeah. And, and, you know, Moses as well. I mean, they, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> biggest, biggest nation, in, in, you know, at that time in the world, that when people, even the Israel came down from, from uh, their their land down to Egypt to get grain, you know, because yeah. they, but uh, it's going to be like that again somehow. Yeah. But I'm seeing America is like Egypt because yeah. uh, Egypt enslaved Israel and threw their babies in the river. We've enslaved people and thrown 63 million in the trash. Yeah. We are worse than Egypt. This Christian yeah. nation is going to get judgment. Yeah. Amen. And, and you know, that just reminded me of what Jesus told his disciples. You know, is that if they persecuted me, they're going to persecute you too. You know? Yes. And, uh, Yes. So, but uh, cause they, they thought he was off his rocker, you know, Hey, your, your family's outside. You know, the Bible even says, you know, they thought he was beside himself. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they say he's lost. He's gone off the deep end. <laughs> Let hey, me give a, the uh, email again for people. If it didn't have a pen before it's my yeah. email, that way they can get that free link, which to me yeah. is priceless. It is really worth thousands of dollars if a person is uh, taking drugs for diabetes, blood pressure, yeah. cholesterol, heart, uh, and they can yep. share it with their friends who do have if they don't have it. Yeah, it's absolutely. My email is my last name, R-U-H, the H is silent, ruling, R-U-H-L-I-N-G-7 yep. at yahoo.com. Amen. And I'll Thank be putting you. links to all this in the show notes down okay. below as well, because you know we didn't even get into your background as, as a doctor and, and everything that you were doing to, in that nutritional area to, to inform people about the effects of prescription drugs and, and everything else that goes with it. I mean, you know, we've been focused on, you know, here on the end times and all that, but I mean, we've done interviews on that, uh, just on, on the yes. information you've provided to the public on, on what's really happening with these prescription drug companies and all that. So absolutely. they're the most dangerous thing you can put in your mouth, really yeah. a prescription drug. Oh, sometimes I'll sit there and watch television. I see these commercials and then I'll pause it when they get down to a little disclaimer at the bottom, you know, yeah. Yeah, take this for your asthma could cause, you know, heart problems and kidney problems and, you know, and all this. I say, now, oh, and, and one of the other side effects could be death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. They just kind of, you know, mention that in passing real quick. <laughs> well, my, my former wife did that. Okay. She had a bladder infection, went to her doctor, got a prescription antibiotic in three days. She didn't need it anymore. But months later, had a rash under her skin, and I suggested she needed a blood test. Her doctor called urgently, referring her to a hematologist who put her in the hospital, did a bone marrow, no platelets in the bone marrow. Her blood mm. wouldn't clot. Uh, and he took out her spleen, still no better, treated her with transfusions until she died of a stroke. Wow. Yeah. 
Yep. So, and and I and I remarried uh, in Arizona a woman whose husband died of the same antibody. He had oh, it uh, intravenously. So this is this, some people think, oh, it's just uh, you know some people, but uh, they don't think it applies to them. And, yeah. Well, if this one had my name on it, basically. And yeah. thank you. Amen. Amen. Praise God, Doctor Ruling. It's been a, a pleasure having you back on again. Anytime you have you, the Lord speaks to you. This is how it works. The Lord speaks to Doctor Ruling. He contacts me, and we put him on. <laughs> well, I, I would say that I have never had a audible sound, and I've never had a dream or vision that I knew was from the Lord. I yeah. believe that in the end time, uh, you know, there are people like uh, I, I forget, uh, Pat Robertson who said the Lord told him to run for president, but he didn't win. Was That's it really bad. the Lord? I don't yeah. know. You know, yeah. but but God, it, it, there was a time when people would give their testimony and shake hands on it, and the, the judge would say, well— uh, did you get it in writing? You know, uh, uh, mm -hmm. well, no. Well, we got it in writing. Amen. You know, God, the, God yep. gave us a Bible, and uh, yep. it, that's that's what He wants. We got need to be able to reason from there, not from yeah. believing somebody else. Maybe. That's right, Amen. folks. That is all the time we have for today. Be sure you drop down the show notes, click the links right there, get in touch with Doctor Ruling, get this information into your hand. It could save your life or someone's life that that you care about as well as the information on the biblical end time prophecies and all that. And Dr. Ruley, I just appreciate your time again today, and I can't wait till the next time you come back on, brother. Well, thank you. It's mutual. God bless Amen. you. Amen. 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 Folks, that's all the time we have for today. For Dr. Ruley myself, it's Pastor Bob reminding you, be blessed in all that you do. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do.